There it goes. Yep, we got it this time. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Game Masters Under Dark, where three game masters get together to answer your questions about running tabletop RPGs. Uh, by now, if you don't know, my name is Will. I am one of your GMs and kind of the uh, moderator for the show. Um, and I'm joined here by my two friends. Say hi, Matt. Wah -wah. Hi, Matt. That's me. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as you guys know, we're back to our regularly scheduled version of the show. Uh, we finished up last week with our world building episodes. So, uh, tonight we figured we would go over some session zero things. We talk about it a lot. Uh, we bring it up. I think we brought it up in every video we've done so far. Um, so we kind of wanted to go over what it was, if you're not sure. And the one thing that each of us thinks is like the most important aspect of a session zero um before we do that though some housekeeping stuff as always we are on youtube uh spotify apple google Podcasts, and amazon music uh so if you prefer the audio only formats um you can check us out there um anything else i think i i don't think i have any other things before we get started guys you got anything nope all right cool uh so session zero um you guys want to take that which what it is or if you know not i'll take it either one <laughs> uh you guys uh, yeah i'll go for it um, yeah explain so, that for me <laughs> <laughs> so session zero uh for those who don't know is where you get together with your group whoever's going to be playing and discuss some important aspects of the game uh before you even start a lot of times this is maybe the setting um uh, character creation that's also a good time to go over that um some dms uh are very particular about what you can and cannot use and which books are and are not available uh depending on the campaign they want to run um so those are some things that you would go over in a session zero um some other things uh that you could go over uh as well is um excuse me uh like some scheduling things and just some general expectations uh around the like what your players are expecting of you as a dm but what you as a dm expect of your players as well um so that's kind of a broad overview uh we're gonna go like i said one by one just pick maybe the one thing that we always try to do uh, or at least we think is the most important part of a session zero uh so uh, which one of you guys wants to go first? Matt or Matt? Matt, Matt you can go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so definitely the thing that I try to establish first, especially if it's with uh, a group of people that I have only played with a little bit or just starting to play with, is boundaries, I feel like, are very important. Where I've been in groups where boundaries were not established and people got offended at some things yelling matches for multiple hours have happened from some things people crying people getting up and leaving mid-session like all of those nightmare scenario stories that you've read about online like 90% of them I have been a part of that because I have played with some <clears throat> very old school gamers and the session the concept of the session zero is 
sort of a newer age thing that I've noticed and definitely establishing boundaries, I feel like has just really come into being very important. And a lot of tables are just now, just in the past, you know, seven, eight years, I would say, basically since fifth edition has come around and it's opened it up to a lot more people. Um, that's been something that's very important because now, especially with the pandemic that has happened and is still currently happening in America, at least, uh, a lot of tables have moved online. So you're not always gaming with your buddies that you've known since high school or middle school. You're gaming with a lot more uh, people in general now because since fifth edition came out, I think within the first two or three years, the amount of people that play D&D has doubled um, just in like 2015 and 16 when that study was made. But more people means different sensibilities. So you really have to establish those boundaries of what makes people feel uncomfortable and not getting into those things uh, that would make somebody feel uncomfortable because that's not the point of the game. The point of the game is to have fun and to escape from those icky things that we deal with in you know, just being humans, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I will say that um, part of that is on the uh, DM to say, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Um, so that, the, again, expectations are set for the players. But I think a lot of this is on the players as well up front. Um, mm -hmm. Whether you've played, like you said, for years or you're new, if the uh, I was watching a, a playthrough of Lost Mine of Fandelver, uh, like from the, the starter kit, a, a great adventure to run. And one of the characters was playing a druid who had a, uh, a, a dog as its companion and said, I don't want the dog to die because the, they had a traumatic incident as a child losing a pet. And you don't have to get into the trauma or anything, but I think that that was a great, uh, that example is a great one of upfront. Look, I'm not saying the dog maybe can't be attacked. If it goes into combat, it happens, but the dog can't die. Mm -hmm. And that's setting those, like you said, that's setting a boundary. Um, and I, I think sometimes players when they're new, um, I think, I know I wasn't this way at least, but uh, you and I worked together for some time before that, but you, you as a new player, don't be afraid to set that expectation of your DM. And if they can't respect it, that's probably not the table for you. Even if your DM tries to be like, but it's not dead. If it still happens to get give you the feeling that it is, that's not good. That's not okay. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that, uh, I, I, you know, for those who, who, again, if you're new, you might not know the channel, but uh, Crit Crab on YouTube, great channel. I've watched a lot of his stuff since I've started DMing. And a lot of it is, it's cringy. It's terrible stuff from DMs. Um, but I recommend if you're new, go watch that channel for what not to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's, some of it is hard to sit through. I will say that uh, it does sometimes touch on subjects that you uh, like Matt said, like, this is a fantasy game. There's some things that we just want to avoid as, 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 uh, 
when we're playing this that we deal with in real life and um for better or worse i, I hate to to kind of single it out i feel like this is especially true of female players they they deal with a lot more than than men in a day-to-day life women do and unfortunately there are dms that think some of the things that happen are appropriate at a game table uh, matt i know you and i discussed that with a guy who ran a game for you guys with your older group and i was like ah yeah, I have a problem with that. And it didn't even involve me. I heard the story secondhand. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, always feel empowered. I think that's the big thing. And if you have a DM that doesn't let you feel that way. Uh, that's just, that's not your, <laughs> that's not the table to be at. Yeah, you need <laughs> to go. Um, because inclu- like in, inclusion is, is huge, um, mm-hmm. which that's kind of the thing I, I'm, I may hit on depending on uh what Matt says. Uh, so, uh, Matt, any other thoughts before we move on to what your session zero uh, topic? Covers the big one for me, so I'm just going to talk about fun stuff now. So, <laughs> um, I love a session zero to because because players will make a character. They'll make a character in the head. Maybe they haven't put it down on paper yet. Session zero can help with that. You can talk them through the steps, especially if they haven't played before. You can fucking. I said the F word. <laughs> now I got to edit it You are the only person that has cursed on this podcast. Well, I've well, been trying my have I done it before? Have I done it before? Yes. In your solo episode with Will, you cursed. And I was like, we're allowed to do that? No, I we're think not we are. I wish you keep this in just as a conversation. But well, yes, you're, you're right. I will tone it down. Next time I'll uh, say Fritos or something. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways point being said I, I get passionate i'm sorry okay uh so <laughs> where was i people will come with their characters uh, come with an idea of their characters and you can help them through their character sheet and you can explain what wisdom and intelligence and what makes those different to those players that don't know so this is a great uh place to explain those comp those like more bigger ideas uh that said what i like to use session zero for is to help that character after they've had their idea fit well into my world by asking like a few questions i'll I'll, like if i'm making a game that's uh let me just grab a source of inspiration real quick okay if i'm making a game that's in space right it's in space and what do i need what do i need from a player what i need from a player to make them fit well what i would need is why are you in space dog <laughs> what are you up there for and then they would be like oh okay wait uh maybe i thought a little bit like i thought about where i was from but like yeah why am i in space and so they'll be like oh i'm mining rocks and i'm like oh that's cool that fits well into this little lore bit that i have here mines rocks so you know this np this npc this people maybe even know this other player character that buys rocks i don't know but (laughs) but it's a cool way to like tie your players together especially if they're all there in session zero they can like kind of bounce ideas off each other and just make it'll make your world feel alive if the game hasn't even started yet yeah no i I like that and i like uh the this is uh this can be done in online or in person now. Thank you to uh, thanks to D and D Beyond, who we use religiously. Uh, not a sponsor, but hashtag um, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hashtag not sponsored. Um, but uh, I know, like the first time I sat down at a table 
uh, with people I didn't know other than Matt as my DM, there were so many books flying around and I was like, I don't know what to yeah. read. <laughs> Sorry. And, you know, no, uh, but, but I'm saying like as a, as a new player, that can be overwhelming. And uh, as somebody who handles things like new situations well, I will admit I was overwhelmed. I'm like, there's a lot of books. Uh, I, I don't have any of these. Like I haven't read anything before I started. Um, and, you know, so it, it can be overwhelming. And I think that that's where we didn't have a session zero. We kind of just sat down, made characters played. Um, and I think I even told you afterwards, I was like, that was kind of weird. Like, I still don't understand. <laughs> and mm. I, I think that was more because I was the only new person to the group and it maybe didn't just occur that that needed to happen. Yeah, and I think for session zero, making that time to explain how, how uh, what do you call that, action economy works, like that would be where you would want yeah. it. Uh, that being said, I mean, I think for the most part, we all learn, we all have learned like on the, on the run while we're doing things. Yeah. And so like, while, while you're playing, you'll pick up more, intricate things that you can do in the game uh and maybe the session zero will be pretty much explaining what's on a character sheet and what that means yeah absolutely and and i think that um this is one reason why i, I love dnd beyond is if you play digitally or if you play at a table with your friends but they allow like tablets or cell phone use uh, i know some tables don't like they you know they're here to play they don't want any electronics you can click on the different you know intellect and it tells you kind of what it is and how it's used it kind of gives you a breakdown of those things so if, yeah. you're, if you're new um you know you can create a free account go in there there's literally an option to like create a randomly generated character i would say do that and then start looking over the character sheet and if you have questions then you can bring that up to your dm in a session zero as well like as a little bit of a get ahead like hey man i looked it over but i'm not sure what this is um and again hopefully you have a dm that's willing to answer those questions i again if not not the table for you um your dm should be accommodating to that um you know to to the nth degree if you don't understand something that is part of running a game <laughs> is explaining it um yeah. and sometimes uh as a dm even for people who know what's going on setting limits again i'm big as you guys can tell on the expectations because um you guys know there are some people who have been playing a while and they're like i want to do this well but i did this last time like they kind of build it up and a session zero is like yes that was last game last campaign we're not doing that this time so yeah, yeah. you know pe people who <laughs> people who do know the system will sometimes try to take advantage of it so uh yeah i like i like that though you know the especially the character sheet thing i i know there's still times when i'm like i don't know where this goes where do i find it so you guys have a i like this question here do you have any pet peeves when it comes to role-playing games maybe maybe session zeros or at least character creation <laughs> um ooh, pet peeves um I, I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but for me, um, at least not, again, not asking questions, like even character creation, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do depending on the books that are available to you for a campaign. 
And if you're reading through something and you're like, oh, this seems cool. Maybe that's something you want to do, but you don't ask questions because you're like, well, the DM's busy or even another player's busy. I don't want to bother them. Um, so I'm just not going to make that character. You know, there's some classes that are easier to play. I think by design in D&D, especially fifth edition, like a fighter, you know, it's made easy to play on purpose. But I played a necromancer my first game because why not? Like, <laughs> and I asked a ton of questions. So I think if you're not willing to, like, not asking questions is going to prevent you from having fun. And that bothers me because I want everybody to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all I will say on that is <laughs> it is obvious to me when somebody has very quickly Googled like most damage per turn build or something <laughs> like that. And I have no problem with min maxing. I'm a numbers guy. If you want to play a powerful character, go for it. I can throw bigger stuff at you. But if you come at me, if I'm like, hey, make like a fifth level character. And you're like two levels of this, one level of this, another level of that. And I'm like, cool. Why does your character have all those levels? And you're like, because I want to do 87 damage a turn. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah. You're creating yeah. a character. Your character is their, is the mechanics of how they influence the world around them, but also their thoughts, their feelings, their experiences their emotions, what they like, dislike, all that. If you come to me with just a block full of numbers, that's not a character. That's something that is good and has a lot of pluses, but that's not a character. I want people to come to my game with a character, not a stat block. No, I I I like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> mine kind of goes from that as well and it's uh well that's that's me y'all uh <laughs> but that uh is, that is killing us tonight here. Ah, whatever <laughs> it's a good episode will's uh, gonna have to learn how to edit just for you Matt. it's right? okay <laughs> um new skill set um anyways my pet my pet peeve is uh, you've made a character. We've talked about your backstory. Then I always ask this question at the end of uh, character creation when I'm aiding somebody. I'm just like, and what's your name? And people are like, ooh, I didn't think about that. And so I caught you off guard. Something to think about. Um, so you start to think about it and you're like, oh yeah, here's a name. And you give me a single name. <laughs> just one name, like your seal. And I'm like, and you got a last name? And you go, oh, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, why is that? And you're like, oh, because I'm an orphan. I'm like, okay, so is everybody else at this table. (laughs) I mean, how many orphans do you think are in this town (laughs) just trying to save it? Are all the orphans trying to save the village? I mean, if that's that's the game that y'all want to (laughs) play, I just got (laughs) to write some lore in. But honestly, if I, I think making a character that's an orphan comes from this idea of like i don't want to be emotionally manipulated <laughs> by my backstory uh where like my, where the dm like takes my parents and has them kidnapped and i mean 
I get where you're coming from, but also, do you not want to save your parents? Like, isn't it? Wouldn't that be yeah. cool to play out? Or like, or again, maybe that's a boundary thing. You don't want that to happen. So just tell me, tell me you don't want that to happen. And I can, as a decent DM that I am, will be like, don't worry, your parents will be fine. I'll just use them as like a fun NPC. They're just there. They're just there. And I've done that before. Yeah. You arrive in town and you got a letter from your mom. (laughs) Yeah. if, if, If you have this fear of like, well, I don't want, I don't want them to be in danger. I won't make them be in danger. I might make somebody else be in danger, but I won't make them be in danger. <laughs> um, and so I think having a last name, mm-hmm. that's my pet peeve. <laughs> Pick so an last name, have a family built to that. So I will have, a, I have a retort to a part of that, is, which is if you do read some of the books, some of the uh, races do only go like by one name. Uh, so like in our your cowboy game, my character is a changeling, and if you look in the book, they don't do last names. See, that's that's diff- that's a little different. I would say, yeah, if you bring that up to me and you're like, and that's why they don't have a last name. If you say that yeah. when I say, "Where's your last name?" and then I'm like, point. Right. But I, <laughs> what, what I was gonna say is like, but if you're playing like a human or an elf, don't make me think you don't have a last name. Right. Hill- and there's nothing elves have last. Dwarves have definitely dwarves. <laughs> Like, <laughs> right and there's nothing wrong with not having a last name and especially being an orphan um i just think that shouldn't be just like oh yeah and i'm an orphan put some thought into that like yeah I maybe agree. what was your earliest thought you know something like that that'd be something to build off of uh thinking that you're an orphan what's the maybe do you even remember your family that kind of thing any remnants of them build to that so if anything your dm can be like heck i'm gonna help you find that family yeah so so yeah that's a thing yeah and i would say um you can see my background you guys know i use uh, a tool out of this book in xanathar's i talk about it a lot probably annoying but uh Mm -hmm. i'm an okay writer but i definitely need like a kickstart so if you're new and you're having trouble with the things like uh, like Matt was just talking about, in Xanathar's, there's literally a section called This Is Your Life. And it has tables, like one, uh, if you don't know what you want to play, you just go roll, uh, I don't remember, I think it's like a D10. It'll pick your class for you. You don't know what background you want, roll a die, it'll tell you your background. And then you can literally start at the top and it's like, do you know who your parents are? Now, obviously, you can just pick yes or no, but, you know, I roll on that table every time, and I've always gotten yes. Now, something may have happened to one parent or another. Uh, Like, in our cowboy game, my mom disappeared. We don't know where she went. We don't know what happened. Poof, (laughs) gone. But we know my, but I told Matt, my dad was arrested because they thought he killed her. I also have, have like, nine younger, younger siblings. Like, that's all things for Matt to use, and that's all from the tables that I rolled on. I didn't come up with any of that. So if you're not sure, um, use the book, guys. Like, Xanathar's is great. I love it. It's the first book. I, I bought that before I bought the Player's Handbook. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite book. Um, I, I like, it, 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 it's got a lot of cool stuff, especially for character creation and, and the backstory aspect um so you use your resources uh tosh has got some some cool stuff too like with patrons which i recently used with you guys um 
So, you know, use your resources. And if you're not sure, hopefully you have a, a, a DM that can, that can guide you. Um, we got about six minutes left here for this episode uh, this week. So we're going to go over my, my uh, I guess, my one thing for session zero. Um, and for me, it would definitely be, uh, I, I kind of have it written out in question form here, but what is it that your players want to do? Do you guys, are you combat heavy? Are you role play? Do you want a classic old school dungeon crawl? Do you like puzzles? Um, because no matter what I have, and I think we talked about this in, and I know we talked about this in our world building stuff. It doesn't matter if I want you guys to go on like a 20 level dungeon crawl, but you guys are like, no, I really don't want to do that. I want to run a tavern. All right, well, cool. Now I have to break out the acquisitions incorporated book and figure out how you guys can <laughs> run a business on a, you know, as, as a campaign, which is why that book was created, um, which I would really like to do that sometime. And I know Matt wants to. <laughs> um, so, um, not this one. Right. <laughs> though though I'll roll with it. Not but that. see, like, that right here is, is, is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. If I made an Acquisitions Incorporated game without asking you guys and then started playing it, one of you would love that game. You would be like, all right, cool. My guy's in charge. Here's what we're doing. Whereas, like you said, like, I'll roll with it. But you're not going to have fun. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm well, like, I'm, I'm good enough player where I find a way. I'll find a way to make... <laughs> To make my chef cause some trouble, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying. Like in general, that's not the game you want to play. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that it's cool if you want to have a mission or two set up, or if you have even a setting like a city set up. You know what I mean? Like you got to start somewhere. But the rest of it, I think that's to me what's important in session zero, because you don't want to get you know, three, four, five, six sessions in, and all of a sudden, what you thought was fun, like, you can tell when your players aren't having it. And yeah. that that is, you never want to get that far. I think with both of the games I'm making now, and a lot of it's my, my own insecurities, I admit that, but I think almost every step of the way, I've been like, are you guys cool with this? What do you guys think? Because Ultimately, as much as I'm having fun researching for these two settings that I'm working on, it's your game. <laughs> and if you don't like something about it, then why? why? Why am I doing this? I'm wasting my time. So I think um, as a DM, Session Zero, find that out. And again, as players, I've said it a lot tonight, uh, talk. <laughs> Let them know. If the idea of... Uh, just use pre-made adventures the idea of dungeon of the mad mage that's 20 levels of nothing but a dungeon crawl and each level is huge <laughs> if your players aren't into that don't shoehorn it in there yeah but if they like com- but if they like combat you can find a way to make combat pretty much anywhere you know your house gets broken into you got to fight off bandits all right, cool. Like, there's your combat encounter for this for that session, um, you know. Or you're walking down the street and some some you know thugs are harassing an old lady, um, you know, things like that. Like you, if that's what your group wants is a lot of combat, you that's the easiest thing to do in D and D. You can just <laughs> you can make stuff up, point your finger in a book, and get an enemy. 
if that's what the players want, do it. <laughs> like, just do it. And, and at the end of the day, they're going to have fun. And if you're not having fun as a DM, uh, I should I should say this. I know I'm putting a lot of it on the players. But if that's not the kind of game you want to run, maybe that's just not the group you need to run with as a DM. You know, there's, there's a group for everybody. And um, we're lucky, I would say, that we have a group that we're very like-minded. So it's very easy for us to play together, to iron things out. You know, if you didn't like something, we have no problem being like, hey, man, maybe next time, not so much that or this. You're making them jealous, Will. Stop it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's hard like, out there to find a D&D party. <laughs> that's why I said we're lucky. We are so yeah, yeah. lucky that we have this. Um, <laughs> but I think it, I think uh, kind of like they say, there's uh, like there's a group for everybody, I feel like. And sometimes <laughs> it is hard. Um, but with things like Roll20 uh, that's uh, that's out there, and there, I know there's a few other sites, but you know, it may take you a little while, but you you will eventually find a group that that wants just that keep on believing in your core spirit. You got this. Yes, <laughs> this is my right, personal <laughs> personal words to you. Well, we're we're down to uh, the last minute here. Any closing thoughts? Anything you guys wanted to add before we? Uh, this question right here is Uh-oh. is food welcome at the table? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We play I, virtually, but if anybody was to just randomly show up at my door with food, I would gladly take the food. <laughs> Which I'm yeah, in my own house. There's nothing you can do to stop me from eating an entire <laughs> rotisserie chicken. Okay. <laughs> oh God. I They've think- seen me eat uh what's it called? Hot pockets out of uh out of a. Uh, I should stop talking. I don't know. Out of the pot. Hot pockets out of the pot. I mean, and I, that's just because I live alone and I can do what I want. But I mean, I mean I've eaten noodles at like 10.30 when we've been playing. Uh, like, yeah. you know, everything. Bring um, food. Sometimes it'll grant you inspiration. Unheard of inspiration. Who knows? Yeah. And, and I, I guess I, when I saw that one, uh, just for everybody who's... Uh, everybody's listening I, I there was like a list i found online um yeah, my up. screen is like this big <laughs> i have it narrowed so i don't see the rest of the question <laughs> but um but uh i i there are probably some tables obviously when you're playing in person that they probably don't want food there only because maybe they have like a nice expensive table or um they're just i don't know look not me <laughs> yeah i mean we're, we're eating we're eating yeah. um but they got a nice expensive table so they don't want to eat on it. <laughs> what? Hey, so I will say some of those tables they have for TT for gaming, they are really nice. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Uh you went you beat me there. Yeah. Specifically uh, those, gaming tables, maybe don't put your drink on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> some of those are really nice. And I would not want marinara from your cheesecake. Oh my um, oh I I almost Mar- said it. Uh, marinara all over my face i'm like i'm sorry will i'll clean it up and you're like fucking clean, <laughs> clean your hands matt clean your marinara hands your dirty filthy uh, mouth marinara I, hands you know i wasn't writing down time stance for this this is gonna there's a lot of work this, is, you should we should come up with like a a sound blip yeah i'm gonna have to now it's uh, just all of us saying bad word there we go <laughs> Well, we'll work on that, but, I talk uh, that... way more in real life than I do on here, and that's because I'm constantly thinking whatever you do, don't curse. Right? So that's why I'm so quiet. Exactly. Well, that's kind of 
Well, on that note, that is the end of this week's episode, everybody. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Um, I think you can tell we're kind of hitting our stride a little more. We're a lot more relaxed this week, Matt. Uh, Super relaxed. I'm feeling it, guys. I'm really feeling it. This is a good episode. <laughs> I, I like I, I, it. Is. I enjoyed it. Um, as always, guys, if uh, if you enjoyed the show, like, comment, subscribe. Um, if you know, if you like I said, looking for the audio format, just subscribe to us on your podcast uh, solution of choice. And um, if you guys are looking to support us further, we do have a Patreon. We have a couple things up there right now. So uh, any help would be appreciated. We're all looking to get like better cameras, better microphones, you know, better quality content for, for you guys out there. So uh, in my case, being... a better internet connection. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, everybody, we, again, we hope you enjoyed everything and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Happy gaming. See you. Bye guys.